Welcome to That Money Lady Podcast with me, Audrey Heesh, your friendly money lady. Today, I want to talk about something a little more obscure, but still very important to small business owners. I had a beautiful soul reach out to me and say, hey, I heard this thing is coming up. What does it mean? What is it like? This seems scary. And while it does, it can have potentially big financial impacts, it's really not that scary. And so I wanted to break it down, bring it to you and break it down because it's important to be empowered with this information. And so you can take that right next step for your business. And I know there's a million pieces out there that you have to take that right next step. And that's why I want to bring you this information so that you know what those right next steps are. Um, (laughs) So what it is, is the Corporate Transparency Act was passed, um, So it went in, it got introduced, I think in 2018, or got written in 2018, got introduced into the House in 2019. And because of how slow Congress works and how bills and everything play out, it's not being enacted till January 1st, 2024. Um, Which also, side note, while the president is very important, blaming a president for something that happens for bills that transpired years ago or got into play years ago is is where we as a society need to have more awareness and understanding so that the appropriate person (laughs) gets the vitriol and the praise for what happens during their election complete side note and Moving forward. Uh, So this Corporate Transparency Act was introduced by um, Democrat Maloney from New York. Maloney, correct. And this is also, so overall, this pulled regulations and requirements from banks and put it onto businesses. Um, So the banks do a bunch of reporting based on what is required by law and this this congresswoman happened to be heavily funded by banks insurance companies securities and real estate and lo and behold this bill does not apply to them (laughs) which are some of the ones that need this regulation the most if in my opinion um But again, this is why we need to get money out of politics, because it's wildly unacceptable, in my opinion, that uh, just small business owners have to do all this reporting. But people that are in charge of large, large, large sums of money and and information and it hmm, we need to start having the regulations and the transparency in the right areas. And I don't feel like this act did this. However, it is what it is. We still need to abide by the law. And then the next step is to talk about it with our Congress people to get this removed because it's silly. Again, that aside, this is the law and it's important to abide by the law and then advocate for it to be fixed. So what is this Corporate Transparency Act? all about. So it's basically just asking you to report the beneficial owners in your company. And it 
it sounds scary because there's lots of flat, like the fears being flashed about it. Yes, you can be fined up to $500 a day for not doing this reporting. However, what it is, is a one-time reporting. If you established your business before January 1st, 2024, you have until January 1st, 2025 to do this report. And it's basically just saying, these are the beneficial owners of the company. And I will get into what that actually means in a minute. So you report it and that's it. Unless that information changes, you do not need to continue to report. It's a one-time report unless something changes within your entity. And then you do need to go back and um, update that information. Really simple. It's just again, an accountability because there are a lot of interesting information going around, especially with S-Corps and what you can and cannot do. And there are, in my opinion, very, people are taking loose interpretations and advocating and selling for business owners to do unethical approaches to what an S-Corp is. And that's going to get you in trouble, y'all. That's why I'm here, because the advice that's going around, while it can be very beneficial to you, and it's very important to know what these benefits are to see if they apply to you, but always speak with somebody regarding your specific situation and whether or not it is a good idea for you, because there's a million reasons why it shouldn't happen <laughs> um and why don't do it so that's a rabbit hole for another day but it's very it's still very important to abide by the law and also get those deductions that are rightfully allowed to you and that's that's where this muddiness comes into play is that it's yes know what the deductions are but more so know if you're gonna get in trouble upon an audit. When you take all these crazy weird things and do all these crazy weird things and you don't have legitimate reasoning behind it, you're gonna get yourself in much more trouble than the potential just few bucks you saved in tax taxes. Um, and in my opinion, that's worth it. Everyone has a different level of risk on that. And that's totally fine. Just, I just encourage you to, <laughs> to, to seek advice for your individual situation and don't take cookie cutter internet flashes as what you need to do. Dig deep, figure out what that is. Got off on a tangent. Who's surprised? So <laughs> what the, what is this reporting process? So you'll go to um, a government web website, uh, fincen.gov, F-I-N-C-E-N.gov. Um, I will put it in the show notes and all the information. And you just create an account and submit your reporting. It's, again, just seeing who the company's beneficial owners are and one thing I didn't don't think I mentioned is if you have a company that you started before January 1st, 2024, 
you have until January 1st, 2025 to report this. If you start your entity after January 1st, 2024, you have 30 days to comply with this new um, reporting or you will start incurring fees. Um, that is where you get that that flashy $500 <laughs> a day potential penalty for not reporting. Uh, that is, from everything I've seen, accurate, um, but there is a cap of $10,000. The bill itself, which again, I will put in the show notes, says it cannot be no more than, um, than $10,000 and no more than two years in jail. Again, that's very extreme. And when big government programs like this roll out, it has been my experience and I'm not saying this is all the time, but it's been my experience. If you're honestly trying and putting your best foot forward, those those are meant for the extreme, the bad actors, and those intentionally skirting the law. So if you're putting your best foot forward, don't be scared by the potential fear side. I'll just put your best foot forward do this reporting. And um, in January, January is my crazy month because, you know, the industry I'm in, but I will try to do this in January for myself. And so I have a better understanding for you guys to, and I'll bring it to you, what the process was like, how to go through it and how you can do it for the best way without all the hiccups and understanding all the crazy terminology that I'm sure they're going to try and throw at you. So with terminology, let's go back to what a beneficial owner is. Um, so beneficial, so let's say you have, to make this very clear, you have a hundred percent your business is 100%. Let's say 5%, you have an angel investor. An angel investor is just someone who came in and said, here's money to do your really cool thing. And for that, I want 5% of your entity. In this situation, an angel investor does not have any say in the day-to-day -day or the operations or the management of the company. Most of the time, they do not. There's, of course, a million reasons why, like, if you put it into your contract that you did, they do, then that is a different situation. But generally, they're just, they just put the money in and the managing members or the CFOs and the CEOs take care of the day-to-day. -day. Those are the people that you're reporting is the ones that actually have say and stake in your company. Um, there's also, I am on the frequently asked questions, which I will also put on the show notes is just, it just lays out everything. I'm remembering that there's something about 25%. Okay. So this is straight from the website. Who is a beneficial owner of a reporting company? A beneficial owner is an individual who either directly or indirectly, one, exercises substantial control 
over the reporting company. So like we just said, the CEO, the CFO, the managing members, the owners, the founders, that is typically who you see under that substantial control. Or two, owns or controls at least 25% of the reporting company's ownership interest. So this is where the um, angel investor, if they're at 5%, you do not have to report them. But if they're at 25%, 30 up, 25 up, they are required to be on this reporting. Um, so that is that is the threshold of who you do need to report is anyone with 25% or more, or only those that are the substantial control of the reporting over the reporting company, as the frequently asked questions says. So the next one is, what is substantial control? An in individual can exercise substantial control over a reporting company in four different ways. If the indiv individual falls in any of the categories below, the individual is exercising substantial control. So what are these four categories? One, the individual is a senior officer. So think of the president, the CFO, the general counselor, the CEO, the COO, <laughs> or any other officers who perform that, that sort of thing. So any of the officers or the top level. Um, two, the individual has authority to appoint or remove certain officers or the majority of directors of the reporting company. So if they have the ability to just essentially remove people, fire them, um, then, or hire them, they need to be also on this report. Three, the individual has an important decision. I can read. The individual is an important decision maker for the reporting company. So does the company listen to them? More often than not, do they have a substantial control over the direction, the information, the, the flow of your company? And then four, the individual has any other form of substantial control. So they're just being like, <laughs> basically, is do they have substantial control? Then you need to report them. And that is all. It's not, again, it's not scary. It's especially if you're just a single member LLC. It's pretty easy. You just put your name and your information and you're done. <laughs> so I again, I know how scary the, the headlines are with the $500 a day and all of that. It should be very simple. Everything I've read, they haven't released the report because it's not going to go live until January 1st of 2024. So I haven't fully seen the, the reporting requirements, but it should be very easy. Um, at least based on what I've seen so far, it is just, what is your name? What is your date of birth? I think you might have to enter in either your passport picture or your driver's license to prove it, which as business owners, how many times have we done that? Not saying that it's fun to continue to do this, but I think we all have our driver's license on file somewhere to <laughs> because it just happens. And it's just one of those things of being a business owner. And so you'll just like plug in that information and you're good to go. Um, again, th so there are 
the other parts that I would like to stipulate is there are 23 exemptions to who does not need to report on this. And again, this goes back to the bill itself and who initiated this. The This whole entire act was to pull regulations from banks and put it on small business owners. So that is frustrating because the ones that do not have to report this get this. So securities, <laughs> government authorities, which that one makes sense, uh, banks, credit unions, money servicers, brokers, security exchange, other exchange acts, investment companies, venture capitalists, insurance companies, state license insurance providers, accounting firms, public utilities, financial market industries, pooled investments, um, nonprofits, which I'm okay with that. It says tax exempt, so that can fall into a wide range, but they also have to do buku reporting all the time. So that one, am I okay with? Um, large operations company <laughs> and in so inactive companies, inactive entities, if you started an LLC, never did anything with it, it's inactive, it's not viable, it's just kind of chilling there. You got an EIN and it's just like, you never did anything with it. That is an inactive entity and you do not have to jump through these hoops. Um, but again, this is why we need to get money out of politics. I personally view those that exempt those 23 exempt categories should be the ones that are that should be the ones reporting these things uh <laughs> and again we need to get to money out of politics if i hadn't said that 12 times um so again this doesn't have to be a big scary and it is it can be a pain in the ass it's another one of those admin tasks that just take time and it can be frustrating, but I will do another episode if you guys, like, leave me a comment, send me a DM, um, at Graceful Penny. Let me know if you want me to go through this so that you are, you feel more equipped with handling it. If you have questions about any of the terminology to see what it means, uh, I will always do my best to make sure that you're informed and making the best decision for you and your company because it's a crazy world out there. There's lots of people trying to take advantage of things like this. Um, it's it's free to file. It should be very, very simple. It is just be empowered, know the information, and take that best next step. Don't feel like you have to pay anyone to do this unless you really just don't want to and you happen to have the extra funds and want to pay somebody, go for it. Um, <laughs> but if you are strapped for cash and this is just feels like another one of those things, I, again, don't know. It's not going to go live in, for another month or so for me from the time of this recording, but I genuinely don't think it's going to be that difficult. Um but we'll see. And I'll keep you tuned into that. As always, let me know what questions you have. And I look forward to hearing from you. And please like, subscribe, comment, review. I would love it. I would very much appreciate it. And I hope you have a wonderfully empowering day, my friends. Thank you.